When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good evening, everybody. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed on 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana on UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public Radio Network. Otherwise, we just call it UPRN. Sorry, guys, when I started that, I was trying to get Instagram going. I went, oh, crap, I got to play your intro video. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to your host. I'm going to let my co wonderful co-host introduce himself in just a sec. We'll say hi to everybody. we got Sandra. we got Diane here. Welcome. Um, so a little bit about myself. My name is Laura Lee Potvin. I am a host of my own show here on Monday nights called The Angel Rock from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. And then we have The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I'm a Canadian spiritual medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor, budding animal communicator. What else am I? Um, well-versed in near-death experiences, as well as the extreme paranormal, and a registered nurse. Now, if you've never been to the network before, there is something for everybody here. So please tell your friends and family all about it. Please share, like, and subscribe. Um, we've been around for 25 plus years. And we stream multiple shows live seven days a week here off the network. And when we're not live, we have an archive server running, which randomly uh, select shows over the last 25 years and place those so that we're always streaming 24 hours a day. Also, we have all kinds of new hosts always coming onto the network and joining our network with a wide variety of shows. So please be sure, like I said, to share, like, and subscribe. The network also has a TV channel. We are on Roku. And if you want to find that, you go to the channel store. You're going to be looking, typing in UFO space P as in paranormal. There's a drop down list. We're about the third or fourth one down. You're looking for UFO space paranormal in United Public Radio. And many of the shows are streaming on that. So you may want to check it out. I think you'll find something you like there. Also, we're going to be saying hi to people in the chat, like Kaysen over in Sri Lanka, saying hi, Laura Lee and Dave. And Kathy Hanley Little is saying hi, Laura Lee and Dave. Welcome. So if you want to join in the chat, if you know this show and the Angel Rock is very very audience participative without you all of you Dave and I would just be having a wonderful chat together which we do we get chatting before the show and after but we love having you here and that's what makes this show in particular especially it's driven by what you guys want to talk about so how you do that is you're going to go over to UFO Paranormal I think about that UFO Paranormal and United Public Radio on YouTube or Facebook. David streaming on his YouTube and channel and Facebook group by the Spirit Experience, or it's called the Spirit Experience. I'm streaming on my main profile. Facebook decided this week to play nice with uh, StreamYard, so we'll see what happens. And I'm streaming on my YouTube channel 
which is Seeing to Rock with Laura Lee Potvin, also streaming to Canada's Most Haunted, and quite a few other platforms. We're also streaming to my Instagram channel, which is the Angel Rock. So the comments do not come up here. I will try and pop back and forth. So if you're over there, please don't think we're ignoring you. It's just, it doesn't show up yet. Instagram's new to StreamYard, so it's just learning how to play. Okay, see, I think I remembered everything. Dave, you want to tell them all about yourself? I think you got it. I'll make it short and sweet, guys. My name is David Hansel. I'm a spiritual medium and a channel. Um, I also love the paranormal. I love the metaphysical. I love it all. And uh, that's, you know what, you guys, even if we didn't have a topic for this show and you guys weren't even here, if you heard one of Laura Lee or, or in mine's conversation, one, you'd probably go, oh, my God, they need straight jackets. But also, that's all we talk about stuff like that. Just about anything we do, that's it's just part of our lives. So uh, lives. Um, so um, keep that in mind. We, we try to um, we try to be as well versed as we possibly can on every topic that we can. And I have to say, it rhymes with can. I looked really tan today. <laughs> Wait, so, my mom just. My mom just turned 82 and wow. um, we didn't get to do much on her birthday. So today we went tanning and I was, I hadn't been tanning in about four or five weeks. I was, I was getting as pasty as a ghost. I had to so stand you went to the tanning salon or outside tanning? No salon. Oh, tanning salon. I'd love to go to the tanning salon. I have, I have seasonal adjustment disorder just a little bit, not much, but I kind of find if I tan once a week or once every other week, I don't know why that helps, but it just does. Well, it's you know? been so beautiful here. Yeah, we should say hi to Jonathan Keyworth and Nicole Thomas Ryan. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Nicole, Diane, Kathy Little, Kate, and Sandra. Hi, everybody. We're actually, I was checking that. I don't know why I thought of that, but next week our show will be on my half birthday, six month half birthday. I never usually count that, but hey, it's coming up. It's always after Valentine's Day. So um, yeah. I was going to say, though, it's been so beautiful here all winter where i am in canada like normally it is like minus 20 to 30 starts to warm up usually around valentine's day like the snow is melting i was outside in a t-shirt today like this is unheard of in the winter time it's love it mm-hmm. oh i love it now we're back to our normal weather here in north carolina it's probably about you know mid 50s upper 60s sometimes it ranges in there um, mm-hmm. but on, on, on the opposite of that, we've had a couple of days where here it's, it's colder than normal. It feels like, I mean, I don't know if it is, but you know, I have to say, I know there's global warming and everything, but you know, it, at least some parts of it <laughs> seem okay for it's a couple supposed of days. to get colder actually next yeah. week. Okay. There is no way that it was only three degrees Celsius here. There is no way no. it might be now. But earlier, like it says, tomorrow is supposed to uh, supposed to be a low of minus four degrees Celsius. Don't ask me what that is in Fahrenheit. I learned Fahrenheit in the imperial system, and uh, you know what? I can usually pretty well tell. But you ask me, I got to think about it. And I usually memorize both of them. But when I was a when I was a youngster, and you guys, uh, you don't know my age, but I'm older than dirt but i um when i was in school i don't know if you remember when you were in school the states here they were trying to transfer over to uh celsius and all that to you they know, did that they did that just after i learned um the imperial system 
They knew everything in inches and feet and pounds like you guys. And then they switched everything over to the metric system. So all math we had learned, everything we had learned practically, not that math changes, but just the way you did things at all switched over yeah so, and they were supposed to switch here but it just didn't well, i don't know if it didn't catch on or we were just too stupid to learn it after no, all most of the world is in metric it's, yeah it is so yeah it's a little also uh Kason says it's 33 degrees celsius over here scorching thanks Kason, for reminding us it'll be that here in the summertime over here at least we go up to like 44 45 with the humid x and then in the wintertime we can go down to minus 40 and below up to minus 55 with the wind chill and when it's like it's that there's no difference after minus 40 in celsius or fahrenheit so <laughs> We, yeah. We're hardy people up here, just like you were from Wisconsin. It's like that up yeah, there. That's from Wisconsin. We were the mm -hmm. same. I was in the same exact boat you were for many, many, many I'm years. I'm not far from that. Well, depending where you are in Wisconsin, because I'm only, what am I? what am I talking about? I'm only 35, 40 minutes away. I was thinking of Duluth, Minnesota. No, I'm only 35, 40 minutes away from yeah. the Minnesota border. Oh, so, yeah, I was right on. I was right on Lake Michigan, literally. Okay, so in Duluth, Minnesota, not Duluth, Georgia, but Duluth, Minnesota, you drive over the bridge that takes like five minutes and you're in Wisconsin. <laughs> so, yes. Just, mm -hmm. just for, just, I'm not making fun of these people, but it was interesting when you brought up bridges. Years ago, I was in a band and we went to Tennessee to um play all these little nightclubs and all that but anyway we st we were st stopped during the day one time none of us drank in the band this is before i drank i drank but we went to this um it was like a plantation and there was a small metal bridge going between i think it was kentucky and tennessee i can't remember it's, people you're probably gonna laugh at me and go do you even know what a globe is dave um but no i don't i don't know where anything is but anyway on this bridge I remember somebody telling me they said, look at, have you seen the blue skin people? And I said, what? The blue skin people. And I went, um, we were, we went and hung out on the bridge the following day just to see. And there were people walking by and wouldn't you know it? They had this bluish whitish skin, all these people. Well, I looked it up to find out what it was. And <clears throat> It was from, no inbreeding. Hmm. I was thinking maybe. Yep. That's well, what they, that's what they said. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna base my life, and that's the only knowledge I have is from what somebody told no, me. No, but I was gonna say that could be because I know if you've got iron issues, not anemia, but too much iron, which is rare, yeah. you look like you're permanently suntanned, and I believe it's copper. Too much copper in the system can cause a bluish tint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because isn't there a condition? There's like, um, like they've showed like older, older people in hospice, and they have like a bluish tint to their skin because of something they're giving them. I can't remember. There was a lady they were showing. Mm -hmm. It was, and it, it was copper or zinc. It was a drug they had to give them that had a lot of copper and zinc in it, so they had tons of that in their body. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I don't yeah, know what this would be that they would give them because having worked in like hospice and palliative care and things, mind you, I haven't it been. Was, 
it wasn't what they, it wasn't what they were supposed to be giving them. There's a there's a YouTube. I'll send the YouTube to you. It's really okay, quite so interesting. Nicole's telling us. See, I told yes. you. She just said I have heard of the blue, like blue skin people, and I'm hopefully I'm going to word this properly. So genetic trait that led to the blood disorder, methemoglobinemia. It's copper. Copper. Why? Um. It just. You know what? Okay, this is going to sound crazy. Think about copper and when you get, what's the name of that? When it corrodes, there's a color, there's a name for it. Um, somebody will know the, in the chat. The bluish green color thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that it's the way the body breaks it down with the hemoglobin going through the body. If you've got too much copper, that it, um, oh, it's going to drive me crazy. No, I just about had it. it Go just ahead and look it up. Uh, hang on, I'll say tarnished copper. Hang on, because I it's going to come. Vertigress, I think it is. Vertig I've even before I looked it up. Vertigress, uh, it oxidizes. Yes, uh, too much silver will turn the whites of the eyes. Oh no, I want to eat a bunch of silver, so I have really cool blue blue eyes. I don't think <laughs> I, I've heard of that before. But Sandra says she said too much silver will turn the whites of the eyes blue. It could be a patina. Yeah, that's another word yeah. for it, Kathy. Apps. I was thinking that color name. It's vertigrass. V-E-R-D-I-G-R-A-S, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think you're really close. I think so. It is. It's vertigrass. I'm positive it is. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to say copper tarnish. I'm positive. So that apparently, apparently, there's blue people at the foot of our bed tonight so far. <laughs> Is it going to give me this? Okay, so oxidizing. Nobody's going to give me the name. They're saying tarnish and things like that, but I'm positive it's it's vertigrass. And the reason why is because with me doing resin and stuff, lots of the different resins have names over like stuff like that. Vertigrass is wow. a really cool color that you'll see like in paints and stuff, and it's almost like a bluish turquoise sort of, but it's got bits of copper and other colors in it. It's a really beautiful color. You know what I love? Whenever I, if there's a sign that was like bright green and it's deteriorating, that color mm -hmm. that mixes with the rust on the green, I love that color. It's like this bluish green. It's almost really creepy looking. It's almost, mm -hmm. uh, I forget what it's called, but. You know what I find with people with color palettes? Like everybody, obviously there's enough color let me go on and on. Hi, Roger. We see you. He says, hola, my lovely people. Uh, Jackie and Kathy are both saying patina. Yeah, you're right. And Jackie oxidizes. Yeah, that, that would be what causes the tarnish when I was looking it up. But what was I going? Oh, with colors. I'm noticing that if somebody, well, I'm the same way. I love bright color, right? Yeah. So, and blacks and pinks and reds and, you know, those brighter, brighter colors. But I'm noticing there seems to be a real trend for people lately going into the, I don't know what you would call them, like an autumn or fall, but it's all like those greens from fall, but not bright. Like they're almost like an olive type green. Yeah, I, I, mustard and khaki. and mm -hmm. I was addicted to Hunter Green. Mm. Remember Hunter Green? I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was addicted to it. I had a house full of hunter green, very farmhouse. Yeah, but that was trendy back then. Was, yeah. mm -hmm. Like I loved it back when it was trendy too, right? You know what they say? We're talking design here, even though we're talking paranormal. But you know what they say? I love this lady on YouTube. I have my favorite YouTubers. You guys all know that. I'm hoping you're going to bring up my favorite YouTubers, Paranormal Nightmare tonight, because I did download some things off of TikTok to family. They actually took the case off 
on and they are reviewed they filmed it and they're showing it tomorrow night at eight o'clock so it's pretty intriguing because i know we've shown some of these people's videos on here and we weren't sure if they were for real or not anyways i was starting to say something before that and i lost my train of um sage green oh that's what it was okay design to the nines if you guys are looking for somebody who keeps cost in mind but it has incredible looking stuff that they either design or they make she has her first drill out that's tiffany blue through athena athena tools it's made for women because part of her tagline is you are powerful because a lot of women kind of shy away from power tools we do so she tries to show you that she's an interior designer she's got a real estate background but this woman's like i'm not kidding she takes like the super expensive stuff from pottery barn and all of those places right and she dupes it which means she recreates it for like one one hundredth sometimes of the cost and i'm not kidding you could not tell the difference when you see the two because i can't stand that i never copy people but when i look at stuff and I'm not being judgmental. It's just, you can't tell me this is a dupe for something from Pottery Barn when it literally screams Dollar Tree. And I love Dollar Tree, don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was telling, I was showing Laura Lee today. I love, and, not, and we'll get out of the design and we're gonna go right Obviously. to the ghosts and UFOs in a minute. But I um, I just showed Laura Lee a picture of, you know, cause I'm very colorful like Laura Lee is. I mean, we mm -hmm. just love the color crap. It's either black or a lot of color, you know. Yep, there's like no in between. Yeah, that's that's it. But um, I I uh, I've decorated boho for a long time, and there's a story behind that, which one day I'll tell on here, but not tonight because it's it's mysterious, but it's not spooky. Um, but I've been decorating boho for the longest time, and you know what I like about boho the most? I love old furniture, old things, and I'm not afraid to. I love to bring that into my house. I do mm -hmm. practice psychometry as Laura Lee does too. I mean, we can both do it. So whenever I bring stuff home from a place, it's always got. I always when I'm there, I got to make sure it's got the energy I like there because it's going to come into my home, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But boho is so great because you can just pretty much throw anything together as long as you have something neutral down the whole thing's cool and i'm the same way i just bought a bunch of really bright stuff i like that you've got i like the pieces you pick up you get really lucky because you know what's been happening i actually joined this group on facebook and well my previous co-host a couple of years ago I had was Seraphine Hurley and she lived in Florida at the time. So we always used to joke and value village. I know you have them in the States, but yep. we used to call it value village, yeah. put the French with it, right? They have a group on Facebook for this because I have not gone thrifting in so long. Remember, you know, I like to thrift Dave. It's, yeah. it's become so trendy. I kid you not, somebody posted in this group because it's talking about the price increases. So something mm -hmm. that came from our Canadian, it's called Dollaram, okay? It was so old, it had one of their old style um, price tags and it said $3.50. They priced this item at $17.99. And this is what they are doing with all of these pieces coming in. And people have been complaining, like you're getting this for free. Yeah, and and then I saw a security guard the other day when I went there for the first time in about a year. Okay, I was looking mm -hmm. for a hand blender just to use for crafting. And um, anyways, I, they had a security guard. Like, why are you hiring a security guard? 
for things that people have donated. If somebody is in there, bless their heart. If they really need yeah. that badly, why are you hiring a security guard? Plus, do they think that people are stupid? The price tag says $3 and you're charging $17.99. And the reason why they say is because either they're looking on eBay and pricing things or uh, thrifting has become so trendy. That's why we've upped the prices. So you get no. great deals. You definitely no, do. Which reminds me, if anybody who is listening to us tonight is in North Carolina or knows, um, I want, I've got, I'm moving and I've got, I've got tons of clothes and I don't, everybody said, oh, give them to the Salvation Army and all that. I'm like, mm, no, because they're just going to resell it and the profit goes to them. I want to just donate it where people just can get it, just walk. And so if anybody knows of a place, I know even the churches around here stop doing it, you know, what help they are, but there's some, uh, I know there's a couple shelters here. And so maybe a shelter or something, but I would like to give those clothes away so somebody can just have them. I don't even, I don't care who gets them, but I just want somebody to be able to have it. I couldn't believe anyways, I hear you and I agree with you 100% because who hires a security guard at a thrift store that everything was donated for free to you in the first place? Like you're yeah. taking that money from supposedly a nonprofit. Well, that's why I said bless people's hearts. If they're taking something for free, they obviously need it. Need like, it. Why yeah. do you care? Like, why do you care? Yes. Okay. Hi, Mark Foster. Hi, Howie O'Dell. Like Nicole says, Nicole, I have gotten some really good deals too. She said, I bought some real awesome wooden shoes from Holland at Goodwill for $5. They were listed for 150 on eBay. I, I have a friend that used to go around to Goodwill and places like that, but he knew jewelry. So he would buy jewelry at thrift store prices, but they were really high-end pieces. You won't get that anymore. In the, keeping the, in the keeping the spooky mode, anybody listening, if you know what psychometry is or you're interested in psychometry, that's picking up feelings and places and all that stuff from holding an object energy behind it, go learn how to do it. Because everybody can learn how to do it. Some people are just a little better than others, but they practice. But then when you go, that's... You know, when you go to thrift stuffs, thrift stores and stuff, that's really great practice to just go ahead and touch all these things and, and, you know, get what you can jot it down, go ask somebody if they know anything about something. That's what I used to do. Well, the other way to do it too, is if you say, know somebody that say their grand, you know, a parent or grandparent or somebody mm -hmm. that knows the person maybe that has passed away. And if, if you have the task of maybe cleaning out a house or something, that's another way to put, that's another way to practice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And plus, if, and if you're cleaning out a loved one's house with all that, that's a really great way to get some really nice memories coming back in from the psychometry. Mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. uh, but you can confirm them. You can confirm them. Yeah. Too. You can confirm them. Because yeah. someone knows them. So Nicole says, David, uh, Hospice and Shelby, they charge five, uh, 50 cents. And then Kathy Hanley Little said, Disabled Veterans or the American Legion, you could donate as well. Oh, good, good idea. I'm going to, I've got, I, we keep all these, what you said after the show. So I'll write those down. Thank you, you guys. I just want to make sure that people can get them right away or at least afford to get them. So Faye says hi. Faye, she's with Roger. Hi, 
We've got Michelle over in Australia. Diane says best to call a homeless shelter to donate clothes, lamps, etc. Call direct. I, um, I have given away to these places. I can tell you in Canada, they wouldn't take any furniture from you. You'd be lucky if you could get them um, clothing. Hi, Debbie Grassberger Schmoli. Roger says, oh, with psychometry. Well, you're a psychic medium. That's why, Roger, we're telling people that are trying to do this to figure it out how to do it in practice. Roger, we are, Roger it comes to the territory with us, don't it? It's just yeah. there. Just it's just out. there. Oh, yeah. I do have something spooky. I okay. have something spooky. And this is a real spooky story. It's not a story. And then let's go on to our UFOs. Okay. So I did a reading. Um, it was, yeah, it was today's Thursday. It was Tuesday. Um, Tuesday night, I had a reading with this wonderful woman um, I've given a reading to before. And we're chatting. And some, you know, her family was coming through, you know, the normal medium stuff. And she goes, she said, um, her, after a while, she said, oh, I didn't tell you my very favorite um, grandmother that I had just passed away this morning. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. And she looked at me and she sat there for a minute. And I said, do you want me to see if she's available? And she, she said, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, the woman came in and validated who she was here, you know, what she looked like and everything else and all that stuff. So I'm like, wow, she's here already. And I mean, that's not that it can't happen. People out there, it can happen. I always tell people, I, I prefer that you wait and go through your grieving process before that. But the person I was talking to is a very spiritual person. And the fact that when I said she's 99, correct. Or, you know, she was telling me she was 99. I didn't say that. She said she was 99. When that woman um, because for clairsentience, when clairsentience is feeling and it's physical feeling for me. So when she came in, her emotional was, she was just grateful and loved where she was, but then she was, she took me through her death process. And that's something that I asked spirits to do. I was sitting there for a minute. My heart clicked like it skipped a beat. And then I felt it go all the way down my arm and it stayed with me. I had to get up. I started having an anxiety never happened before. I got anxiety so bad all of a sudden. And the woman, I told her, I said, I got to get up and get a drink of water. I don't know what in the hell happened. I'm going through. And at this point I came back and she goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I said, it felt like I had this really bad heart attack and a stroke. I thought I literally was having one. She goes, that's what she died of. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I picked it up way, way, way too. That one was, that one freaked me out. I picked it up way too strong. When I got done, I was like, no more. It's got to be lighter than that. But I didn't know if that was because she was brand new or just back or just doing something or I just picked it up. I think it just because I know people like there's one time I had somebody I'd met, I was speaking at a paranormal conference and they were too. Mm -hmm. And um, they had happened to mention they were in so much pain. They'd had a really bad string of luck, like literally going through a divorce, been homeless the whole bit. And they were in such terrible pain. They were thinking of taking their life. And I, wasn't really close to this person but we ended up talking and i don't know why pe people message me all the time when i'm live <laughs> they never will message me all day they do it every i should be happy people are thinking but still anyways yeah. um 
they had said the pain was so bad they just couldn't stand it and I said you know what why don't why don't we and I just spent some time talking to them and I said why don't I um I'll do some work with you I'll do some energy like energy work the pain came through so horrible it was nerve pain their legs felt like they had been in their feet they were in like 10,000 degree french fryer oil and I could feel that and I oh my gosh no wonder you feel this way they did get a bit of relief but I think some people are just whether you're alive or other side, maybe, maybe part of it was too, Dave. I never thought, no, not everybody, but some people kind of hang around, right? Until after the funeral and stuff. That's exactly, that's exactly, I know where you're going with that, Laura Lee. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what I thought. She has, um, like Roger Garza said, David, you got full energy. And I did, I got the full energy. And it's very rare for me to get that much. In fact, like if I talk to a spirit that was shot, usually they just show me a film strip of someone getting shot. Okay. But I sometimes know people that feel it full body is where yeah. I was going with this, but it was literally, I just heard from spirit that she hadn't like she'd crossed, but she was still yeah. kind of hanging around more here than. Yeah. Full she's, yeah, yeah. She's hanging for the funeral and seeing everybody. I've with gunshots. Sometimes if somebody, um, was shot or murdered or stuff like that. I'll hear a gunshot, like I'll hear the gunshot and then they'll tap me wherever they were shot. So I can, and people always go, how did you know that? I'm like, that's how it works for me. So if they were shot, like, you know, in the, in the shoulder or something, they would, I'd hear the gunshot and I'd feel a tap and they come in very quickly. Um, But that's how I get it. But yeah, like you said, this one was, I agree with you, Laura Lee, 100%. That was my feeling in the whole thing. It's not, she wasn't stuck, you guys. She, she just, we can hang out. I mean, that's what ghosts do. Some ghosts just want to hang out for a really long time. Um, but yeah, she was hanging out probably back and forth. And I just, and I could see her perfectly in front of me. That was a very clear for me. So, you know, I, I think thought, some people though, whether you're a side or the other side, if you want, are just better at sending energy like think about like you'll what i know this has happened to me i've gone into a place before and i'm not sad but i and i don't cry very easily and i'll be like and i know there's others and they'll be saying the chat too that the energy is so strong from the person feeling so sad or having really yeah. sad feelings about whatever was going on and it literally affects you that much and not every spirit on the other side does that right so i think i think that there are some that are just a little bit better at it if you will that's you know and i and i agree with you and roger might know this answer mr roger garza or his wife there is something and i forget what it's called it's where you're by somebody's and i think you might know what it's called too um when you're when you're sitting next to somebody who is passing away and you get part of that experience as they go um the living people literally have almost they almost have like an nde as their like a shared death experience yeah the shared death death experience with them yeah it's um there's a few people i've i've done a little reading on it and and i need i want to do more because i i find that quite interesting i could understand how that could happen 
where you shared that experience, you know, and it was there. None of these, by the way, they weren't scary experiences. I mean, usually the people who had them would sit there and go, Oh my gosh, that was the most beautiful thing I ever saw in my life, mm -hmm. you know, and people would be like, what happened? You know, what happened to you? You know, so I'm writing a book. I'm writing three books, my third book, especially right. Collecting stories. I'm still doing so from nurses at, cause we're usually at the bedside, but also first responders. And it was Julie Jean Bassett who had suggested what about death doulas. It's another person to, um, you know, that's that. going to be right at the bedside because we do experience incredible things, just like what you said, almost like a shared death experience. I did want to read Howie O'Dell's comment. He says, may I suggest women shelters, shelters for human trafficking, yeah. et cetera. That is important. Um, now, Debbie says, yay, you can see my name. Yeah, yeah, because I know it is a gamble with Facebook. Diane, um, I do want to add this to you because she, when we were talking about where you could drop off donations where people get the actual thing, Toronto, Ontario took my stuff. They came to my house to check it all first. They came back with a van. There's a big difference between where you live in Toronto, which yeah. most, of the, um, most of the population in Ontario lives in Toronto versus Thunder Bay, where I am. There's a hundred thousand people, so I wanted to point that out. Michelle's on her break in Australia because she's you. It's it's Friday over there already, so I'm glad you're joining us for your break. Now, Kaysen, in the future, Kason added something here. He said John Smith from the Stephen King's The Dead Zone do psychometry. He got the ability after he had a car crash and was in a coma for five years. I don't know if that kind of thing can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, I believe it does because, um, I mean, I my mediumship was different after my coma, and I couldn't talk to animals before my coma. Okay. After my coma, I could. So um, you could. I've had this conversation actually on the Angel Rock with uh, Paul Anthony Wallace. He's got Fifth um, Kind TV, and he's written some really cool books. And we were talking about the evolution of humanity, if you were looking at the ET perspective, and was there maybe a version of human being or homo sapien 1.0 and reversion 2.0. And what he had said is, because you see this, people that have been in a coma, people who've had a head injury, things like this, all of a sudden when they wake up or they become the version they are after, say, the head injury or being struck by lightning, all of a sudden maybe they're able to speak a language they couldn't. They're oh, able yeah. to, um, you know, beautifully play the piano, whatever it may be. Now, what we were talking about, which I thought was cool, he said, what if that is still there? It came from Homo sapien or human being 1.0. And we're now the 2.0 version, but it's still there, but it's been switched off. So what if the accident ends up switching that light switch back on? So that's why you can access all these things. It was a really cool perspective. That's a good, yeah, that's a good analogy of it. I, I, I can't pretend to even tell you why it is, but I just became more aware. So mm -hmm. I just look at it as a beautiful reset and I'm good to go on that one. Okay, Diane, I'm trying to read what you're saying here. So you're saying, I went to check, saw the strings move on the guitar. She uh, has another oh, comment above it. Oh, does she? Did I miss that one? I'm sorry. Oh, That's my friend okay. who passed away, I'm sorry, played her husband's guitar at night. Okay. Then you said, I went to check, um, saw the strings move on the guitar, 
Um, her something cold hand touched me. Her dog kept staring at me. Her clock went off at 2.20 a.m. Hmm. Well, sometimes these intriguing things happen. We Like, we don't have all the answers. I always say, you know what, we won't until we go back home ourselves. Now, we said we were going to talk about UFOs and ETs. So, yes, I'm, yes. did you watch that? Okay, so there was something strange that went on. I sent it to you. Did you get a chance to watch it, Dave? I watched the two UFO ones, and okay. I watched the poltergeist one. I watched three of them. Okay, yeah, I sent you the one because well, if we get a chance, I'll mention about Paranormal Nightmare because we oh, sure we, yes, by all means. We've well, shared this TikTok channel before, and we weren't sure about the activity, so. I tend to think something must something must be going on there because I really do believe paranormal nightmare does not does not fake things. And the reason why no. is because they will go live on Saturday nights usually when they are filming an episode and they will let you see what's happening in real time. And then Josh always edits all the footage and puts it into say the next week's episode, or it's usually a couple weeks, sometimes two weeks later. Oh, yeah. So there must be something going on. It's a crazy case. But the UFO ET thing, what happened January 29th, and I'd seen this. We're going to show the video. The province next to me on the west is called Manitoba. Manitoba mm -hmm. and Saskatchewan, which is the next province over. And then Regina, I'm oh, sorry, Regina, I'm saying Regina, Alberta. Now, I haven't been out to Alberta, but I believe there's a little bit of prairie into Alberta, if I'm not mistaken. The prairies are so flat, you can see for miles. And I had seen this video with all these lights that supposedly some pilot had filmed. And then all of a sudden, it came up in my feet. I wasn't looking for this. The um, air traffic controller's conversation is coming through and so we thought we'd play those videos for you am i missing anything dave should there be something else i should know i thought i thought the your those two ufo things were um they were both very intriguing i mean um i mm -hmm. and and i'm and i love the fact that now i know here in the states i don't know about canada but they made it a lot easier for people to actually report something now before you couldn't do it they wouldn't let airline pilots report anything or anything, but they have to now. Well, we have Paul Hellyer here, who was part of sort of an international government type thing. And when mm -hmm. he was retired, he's come out and talked about all kinds of UFO, ET type stuff. Mm -hmm. And they've kind of tried to discredit him. And um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I believe him. I believe yeah. I find him to be very credible. Hang on, I'm trying to set this up as I'm talking to you. I I believe him. I think he's very credible. And um, yeah, the some of the stuff Paul Hellier is saying, holy cow, everybody. I oh, it's got music. I'm gonna mute it because there's nothing to to hear. And we don't need to get a copyright strike or something on here for this music. So hang on, let me add it. Okay, share. There's about 20 buttons to push here. <laughs> so hang on. They're going to add it to the stage. Always makes me think of like when you hear, let's welcome Trixie Mattel to the stage yeah. or, or or whoever. If you're 
hear about gentlemen's clubs and things. Okay, so this is a video, and this is supposedly airline pilot took these photos while in flight in northern Manitoba, but then I'm going to play the air traffic controller's conversation. Apparently, this went all across the, the provinces, so not just one province. So if you're in the States, it would be like a state. So it went over a couple states. Um, so this is pretty crazy. So hang on. Is it playing? Did you play? No, you didn't play. Well, that wasn't very nice. Oh, I forgot I turned the volume down. Yeah, because it's got music playing. So oh, I got to make it bigger, guys. Sorry, you guys can't see this. It's probably okay. And once, again, for the, for, and once again, for those of you listening, uh, Loralee and I have a group on Facebook now called um, The Thing at the Foot of the Bed with Loralee Potvin and David Hansel. And uh, if you join that group, we are putting the clips that we show on the show in there too. So um, make sure you Dave. join that group. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. I forgot that. You're right. Because our yeah. listening audience globally is 80% is audio. So I don't know if you guys can see that better, but these are pictures that this supposed pilot took of this activity. I let it play for a little bit for people to see it. I tried to blow it up as big as I could here. I'll see if I can adjust it a little bit. One of these days, I, I haven't been able to figure out how to make this full screen. I've tried the full screen. I don't know if it's just my computer or what, but it does not want to make it. So there's oh, these yeah. unexpected. I can see it real good. Okay, because I, I tried to center it. So I don't know what these lights are. And he took, you can just see, they almost look like they're flames. So I'm not sure what these are. They're beautiful. It's funny that it's that goldish yellow light. Yes. Okay, let's play. Hang on. Are you going to come back to me? No, you're not. Well, isn't that nice? Hang on, guys. I'm going to take that off the stage for a sec here. Okay, let me see if I can get Messenger back. So I don't know, Dave, if there's comments or what I couldn't see. So I got gotcha. you. Nope, not yet. Um, on that video, that's crazy. Uh, Kathy Little Hanley says, I, I saw that today. Very interesting. Several pilots saw it. Yeah, now you're going to hear the footage. Hang on, I had to, I forgot to make it smaller before I, uh, before I turned it off. And now my computers decided to make it super large. So hang on. It's not cooperating. Okay, here we are. Hang on, guys. And I'll get the footage for you. Now the graphics don't want to work in here. Finally. Okay, because I have all the haunted stuff up here for you guys, too. So um, I would. this is the stuff, if you guys were on the Angel Rock, my guest uh, was ill. So we did a show on our own on Monday night. And um, this is some of the videos I had downloaded for you guys i was going to show all this and talk about it that's why i knew though we could talk about it here oh yeah definitely 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 so hang on we got to get okay where are you pilot okay here it is i'm gonna just hang on i want to um mute this so that it's not okay this is three minutes and 23 seconds so there's nothing really to see so if we want to pause it in between we can or whatever so hang on, we'll add it to the stage. Okay. Here we go, guys. Oh, it was just from the beginning. I did. Oh. It's at, it's at uh, the beginning. No, nothing. We're all no, starting. No, oh, no, I see it. It did. It was, it was buffering when it said that. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, is there any active military uh, airspace just like north of Winnipeg? Uh, 
No, nothing. Nothing I'm aware of. You said north of Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Lots of active uh, bright light information. Three, and they look like they're at like five zero zero or something. Just trying to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I haven't heard anything. I'll I'll check in with the next sector. And, and you said around around fifty thousand feet, roughly. Is that correct? Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say, but yeah, the, yeah, it keeps being like three to four really bright lights, and they kind of were in like a triangle formation, and then it looks like they will dipper for a bit, and then they disappear, and then they come back. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks for that. I'll I'll just make a note, but yeah, I, I can't think of what that might be. Okay. Yeah, check in at seventy eighty six. You see these lights at twelve o'clock? something uh flashing light uh sorry that's 30 uh 3600 yeah for yeah, the triangle and coming back six light is coming uh towards us uh slowly above our uh more than 11 o'clock 12 o'clock sir take my can do you have any traffic out there uh no i i had one other report uh Ten minutes ago, from a, a Morningstar flight uh, east of Virginia, uh, reported the same thing. Uh, her best guess was was around hi, level five zero zero, and uh, thought it might be somewhere north of, of Winnipeg. Um, so yeah, where, so or do, do you have a guess as to what you might think the altitude is? Hard to tell, because uh, the evening I'd say she's probably pretty accurate but they keep forming up in a triangle and then it's pretty odd first 600 make sense this morning and are you still seeing those lights that you were reporting earlier yeah it's uh quite bizarre there's uh around six of them uh just randomly doing the formation flight at high altitude at 12 o'clock uh with 600. okay thanks uh what a big center for player 600. Go ahead. Just curious, uh, when it comes to those uh, lights that you have multiple aircraft reporting, uh, what reports do you guys have to file for that? Uh, usually we just tell the shift manager and then they follow up uh, with whatever reporting This they is do. what they do with UFO reports. Okay. <laughs> so you're not reporting a UFO then? Report uh, exactly what the pilot said to the shift manager and then, uh, and then they'll file it as they do. Roger. Okay, thanks. Definitely not satellites. UPS 104, uh, I just got here for the morning, so I'm just finding out about all the reports, but I guess they've been uh, all the way across uh, the prairies this morning or overnight. Okay, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm like anything I've ever seen in like the 15 years of night flying that I've done. Okay, thanks very much. Okay, there we go. Let me close this now so I don't forget. 62, go ahead. Okay. I agree with you. That's so funny. That's how they. That's how they do. Yeah, we'll just file it. Yeah, of course you will. Yeah, of course you will. You know what, my friend uh, Augie Nost, uh, he he's got broadcast team alpha with Nori Love, and it's a good show. They get great guests and stuff. But he used to be a pilot. He used to own his own hangar, and you know have multiple pilots and stuff, right? And he said that he's seen so many ufos he said if you've met a pilot that says they've never seen a ufo 
they're not telling you the truth. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you had to have saw something in your lifetime. I mean. Hi, Angel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I know, Faye. She goes, wow, that's crazy, the clip. Yeah, I know it's crazy. So, like, you heard the woman say, like, she said, and, like, this was the reason why we played that last video and it was a bit longer. That's official audio from the air traffic controllers as they're talking to the pilots and stuff. And one of them said, I've never seen anything like that in 15 years of night flying. And there was, I mean, you heard what they were saying. It's not satellites. And it wasn't just north of Winnipeg. Like I said, that's about six and a half, seven hours west of my, where I live in a different province. But the thing is, right, seeing across the prairies versus where I live, you can see for miles and miles and miles because there's nothing but flat land. And it sounds like they were going all across the prairies. And I thought, hmm, that speaks volumes for a Canadian military, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody did anything about it. It's been happening all night long across how many, it would be like going across three states in the U.S. and Nobody does anything. We just notice there's all these. Yeah, they're just, they do the same thing here. I think that's kind of funny. Little UFO on the prairie. <laughs> oh, that's a Paul, good Paul, Paul, look what's in the sky, Paul. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> UFOs on the prairie. They're making they're making diamonds and yeah. all kinds of stuff. <laughs> they milk the cows. They slashed them in half. What happened? <laughs> you know. Well, Howie says he's heard Augie say that too. It's true. It's absolutely true. And now Howie's laughing at you. He goes, "LOL, Dave, did it make any sound?" Kason asks. I don't know, Kason. We've given you what we know on it. So, and I noticed your comment earlier that you had said, you guys, I'm going to give Kaysen a shout out here too. He started, I hope it's okay, Kaysen, because he shared it with me. Um, he's got a new YouTube channel that he's been doing some UFO uh, coverage and sharing some videos and stuff. So Kaysen, feel free to share the name on here if you would like people to go visit. Um, just give him a little publicity about it. So his comment he had said earlier, I did say hi, Jeffrey Boyd. I don't know if you heard me, but I did. God, did I go too far? I know you were saying though, Kason, that the um, they the don't really. Oh, there it is. The fire trail was suspicious. UFOs don't use combustible for travel, right? I think, well, as far as we know, they don't. Yeah, we and Laura Lee talk about this a lot, and and I have a feeling I can't prove it, obviously, um, and I think Laura Lee agrees with me. Not all UFOs are coming from another planet. I was just getting to read my mind. Yeah. Like, a UFO yeah. means unidentified flying object, which means it doesn't mean it's coming from another world. It just means there's something flying around the skies that we can't identify what it is. Yeah. And, and I am a strong believer that there is a lot of interdimensionals on this planet. A lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, you guys can call me crazy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, no, I was going to say, because like Bigfoot, I know is an in, that's an interdimensional. That's not something. Well, that's my belief system anyway. And, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of UFOs, I believe, that are interdimensional. So. Okay. So you guys are going to call me crazy conspiracy queen, but I truly believe this. And you can either agree or not agree. It's okay. But yeah. I truly believe there's such a thing as predictive programming, which means that a lot of the movies and TV shows and stuff we see 
I'm not saying they're all true. All I'm saying is I think there's a little bit of truth mixed in with some of those scripts I do. You know, you know what? Yeah. Listen, Laura Lee, I don't think you're far off from that because <laughs> it's been said from other people too that that um listen, if if you gotta look at it this way, if if um ETs are gonna come to this planet, they want to see what's going on or how they might be treated, especially if they look different from I think us. Been oh, so they could, you know, everything is literally tele telepathy outside of here, everything's telepathy. Somebody had asked one time why are there words then it's like well so people could lie because with telepathy with telepathy yeah. you can't lie yeah and you can i guess if you're skilled because there are people i'm sure at one time or beings that could put up a screen if they really wanted to telepathically i don't know i'm yeah. just putting it out so, there they could. So there's a lot of uh, UFO movies out there. And, you know, of course, they might telepathically say, we want you to put out one that's a total lie and see how people clam onto it. And we want you to have one that is the truth and see how they clam onto that one. So mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that theory, Laura Lee. I agree with you 100%. I think it, there is predictive things where things are happening to see how we're going to react to it later on. Mm -hmm. I would agree 100%. Or little bit of truth and everything, right? I don't know. Like, I'm still convinced, I, and I must have got this from Spirit, I thought that Gene Roddenberry had, had channeled Star Trek. I don't think he's channeled it, though. I think I was hearing something about he had taken the story from somebody who had channeled it. And when you think that sounds crazy, I'd mentioned Paul Hellyer before from Canada. He's talking about the kind of stuff we're seeing in in uh, Star Trek, some of the stuff, and also probably a little bit of Star Wars too. So that's oh, sure. yeah. depends how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole. Star Wars was trying to teach us about uh, the correct religious aspect that that there's two sides and the force is everything. It's not just a centered piece. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, Paul Hellyer's I heard him mention things like Galactic Federation and it just depends. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You should look into Paul Hellyer and he's not Oh no, I know. I, the Galactic Federation has actually been around before it was actually publicized for people. People talked about it. You know. Well, like I say, I think like how he says G he wants you he said something about going up to his cabin on 360 Howie uh, he really wants to know what you might pick up. And then um, he says, uh, Gene was amazing. Same things with G George Lucas. He says, oh my God, you're reading my mind, David. And also look at Jules Verne. I agree 100%. So I mm. think, you know, even I didn't know this, I can't prove it, but somebody I know that is very well versed in history and stuff. And I never heard this about Tesla. They have said that he supposedly was from Venus. I don't know if he was or not, because there's, there's, and then there's a lot of controversy over this guy too, Valiant Thor. So I guess it depends who you talk to and what kind of. It really does. It really does. You know, sometimes I try to, I try to always remind myself, David, nothing is ever 100%. You have to leave that 1% for the gray area. And it's like, that's true. You really do. So or I would I mean, say just because I haven't heard of it or I'm not aware of it or maybe it doesn't make sense. I always try and keep an open mind because the amount of weird and strange I have seen in my 58 and a half years on this planet. It's like 
dear Lord, had somebody told me this before I had ever experienced it, I would have said, there is no way you've lost your mind. You, you need to go see a psychiatrist. And now I'm kind of like, if I hadn't seen it, I wouldn't have believed it. Yep, exactly. So Kathy says Close Encounters was based on a true amount. I heard I, that. Mm -hmm. I heard that. So, like, I'm surprised you've never heard. Well, it depends how deep you are into the UFO, ufology community, but um, you've never heard of Paul Hellyer because. No, he, I heard of. I heard of. Yeah. Some of the stuff he's talking about. Is, oh, I believe that there's a lot of stuff he's talking about, which I believe has got a lot of truth behind it. Well, I don't think he has any reason to lie. Like, no, he I don't think tired, right? So, if anything, he's kind of putting himself in a little bit of trouble by if you're revealing state secrets because it wasn't just yeah. canada he was working with it was i think five eyes like the countries like that and things didn't right we have a, didn't we have a guy here that did it too you guys have, uh, from the states who was the who was the guy that our 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 courts just actually just um not long ago about a month or two ago um interviewed him live tv to oh uh, uh, was his name dave i know who you're talking about I know who you're yeah. talking about. I forget his name, but I know who you are talking about. It, it's not Briggs. It's something like that. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so Kaysen says, Valiance Thor story is very interesting. I kind of believe it. I don't know what to believe. I don't. So no. I just kind of leave it. It makes sense if you believe in why they theorize why he came. Because that's when the, um, we'll spell it for YouTube, B-O-M-B was first developed. And that's supposedly one of the reasons why he was sent here to stop it. No, I don't know. You could believe it. You not. never know. You know what? I'm a strong believer in this. For all the people out there talking about I'm a star seed. I'm from this planet. I'm from that planet. I'm from this planet. Because nobody's happy to be human. I don't know why. But anyway, I believe that. Why not? I don't think that we always just come back to earth all the time. Oh, I don't so think so either. Maybe no. we are from some, you know, I always tell everybody, I believe in the theory about the planet that it's seeded. I don't believe in the evolution. I believe in the, is this, well, the seeded and then evolution from there. This is but an that, interesting point. I did not know this. So Nicole Thomas Ryan says in 1998, Will Smith was in a movie, Enemy of State. Government used Google Earth to track the character. Google Earth wasn't created until 2005. There you go. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Howie, oh, screw oh, it. Okay. I have no idea where I'm from. You know what, Howie? This is, listen, that is the best attitude in the world to have. Because I always tell people, they'll come here, oh, I'm a star seed and I miss home. Well, you came here because nobody came here against their will. So you obviously wanted to come here. So while you're here, you're human. But we all have Actually, a lineage. I do okay, so Howie says I'm drawn to Orion. That's about it, LMAO. But yeah. if you think about it, I mentioned Men in Black, right? Remember yeah. Orion's belt? They were talking about the little kitty in there and on the kitty's collar. Yeah. Now, if, if you read the teachings of Ra about the law of one, Ra mm -hmm. talks about the Orion group in the mm -hmm. sky. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, so. So and that's Kevin. it. That's that's David. That's David and Laura Lee's answer. So it's there. It just is. Well, Kathy says we are Martians. Now, believe it or not, I've I've heard 
we could have come from there. Like nobody knows the answers. I had someone recently on the angel rock and talking about the moon and that the moon is hollow and a whole bunch of stuff. Right. So I always like hearing people's thoughts about how they arrived at the decisions that are, you know, what they're saying. And if people have good, well, to them, it's a good reason, but if it makes sense is what I'm saying. Whether or not I believe it or not, and I'm not saying I believe or not one way or another, it's just fascinating to hear other people's perspectives. And they've got reasonings that make you think, hmm, yeah, that, yeah. that could happen. Yeah, and, yeah, you do. You have to think about it. I mean, you know, I, you know, everybody thinks when they think that you can't be from another planet or that planet can't sustain life. I hate when science says that, though. That planet could never sustain life. No, it couldn't sustain our life. It doesn't mean it couldn't sustain another life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what that's the only thing where I think where they're missing the mark or they say you need to have, you know, X, X, Y, Z in order to have a specimen. If mm-hmm. all we know there's beings that just live on a light planet and it's just light, you know? And so who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. So Nicole says, I'm drawn to Venus. The planet of love is what I heard. I literally yes. just heard when I read that. Planet Venus is, that's where it comes after. And Actually, Venus oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say in Venus to Milo and all that came from. Okay. It's- well, that's what I was hearing right away, but I have to tell Nicole. Nicole? I am killing myself laughing over your memes you've been sharing on Facebook. They keep coming up in my feed. <laughs> and Howie says, my show, I'm always pulled there, all songs and the solar system. And then he says, my spirit theory, Ryan Effect, that's how the show came about. Yes. Yeah, so I, I try to remember to give everybody a shout out. So you guys check out Howie's show, The Orion Effect, and he has the Rift Nation Network. He's got lots of great shows, lots of great hosts on there, and uh, they always support UPRN. So we got to give them a shout out. So Kathy says, we are a combination of many aliens. And so Kaysen's asking, just curious, what do you guys think of Dr. Greer? I know it's appropriate asking opinions on people. Sure you can. Yeah, you can ask that opinion. And for me, um, I do like Dr. Greer. If it wasn't for Dr. Greer, we wouldn't have the CE5 that everybody's been doing to get that. Now, do I believe everything Dr. Greer says? No. Um, do But it's not because I think he's wrong, but because perception and how we perceive things is always going to be slightly different. Um, For here in the States and all that, I know that if it wasn't for Dr. Greer, he wouldn't, um, we wouldn't be this far along as far as the disclosure goes. Maybe, I don't, can't say that with certainty, but that's what I'm assuming. Okay, so the owner of our network, Joe Montaldo, I usually try and give him a shout out, but sometimes I forget we get busy chatting. Um, He runs International Center for Alien Researcher, ICAR. He does know Dr. Greer. He's worked with Dr. Greer on many numerous things. And um, I don't know what to think of Dr. Greer. I do do have the app for the CE5 or Close Encounters 5 is what it's named after. I think it's a great idea and a great project. Do I agree with everything he says? No. But again, he's put out a lot of good information. I also have another friend, Dan Willis. And apparently, disclosure was supposed to happen on May the 6th, 2002. 
and all the major news agencies were there and Dr. Greer was there with this and there were very high ups in the military and some scientists and every one of them came with what the kids these days are calling the receipts and they were testifying under oath to the existence at that time of 56 different types of extraterrestrials and my friend Dan was there he was uh, part of the US Navy and he experienced uh, witness, uh, witnessed a UFO type encounter. So they wanted to go and apparently testify before Congress. And this was at the New York Press Club. And what ended up happening instead with all the major news agencies, because they were all excited. Apparently, Dr. Greer thought, yes, it's finally here. We're going to have disclosure. And my friend Dan was on my show many times my first year here on the network. And what ended up happening instead was at the last 15 seconds of the newscast that night on big major news networks, it was like, tee hee 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 hee, some people think aliens exist. And that's what happened. So yeah. he's actually done a documentary about it and you can see people's um, testimonies in there. He didn't have the documentary when he was on my show quite a few times talking about this, but it's quite fascinating. It's called Why the Secret Space Program Will Always Remain. I think secret it's called. Case yeah. and I didn't think about that. We were having a conversation about the secret space program and stuff earlier today, back and forth messaging. So I'll have to send you that video. It's pretty good. Um. I have watched a lot of uh, Dr. Greer's seminars, and mm -hmm. and I enjoy them. I, yeah. I think he's quite a knowledgeable person. I mean, we're all knowledgeable in something, but even, you know, just because David says something is true, it doesn't mean it's true for you. And so it's just how it's going to go, you know, just how it is. You, you'll, you'll just have to, I always tell people, you know in your heart if it doesn't make sense or not. And that's what you go with. Go with your heart. It doesn't matter, you know. Yep. And I like. I think you said something important, Dave. That it may be true for you, but maybe not true for someone else. So you got to go. Even when we do readings, right? What do we say to people? Take what resonates and leave the rest. Yep. Leave the rest. Right? Yep. And that's all that needs to be done. If it doesn't work for you, because none of us are here to prove a point. If we were, there would be writing a Bible about us in about twenty, thirty thousand years, but we're not. So we're just kind of doing our thing. So Howie says, ah, Greer, he goes, he is something amazing, actually. There's something unique about him. And I agree. And Kaysen says, I love uh, his National Press Club event. Yes. I got to remember that. Sorry, David, go ahead. I got to remember, I'm going to write that down about to, I'll post the link for people listening to why the secret space program will still remain secret. Um, it was Dan Willis that put it on. He went to some kind of UFO conference. I think it was about probably just under a year ago. And I was so happy. He actually put the testimonials. Like there were some high up admirals from the U.S. military and stuff that were willing to testify at that time. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, you know, the only one who knows the truth about all that, you know, the powers that be and the entire world, whatever that might be. I mean, I don't want to sell a conspiracy theorist because of the fact that it doesn't really bother me. Um, but I mean, where it's always going to be hidden until you go ahead and have the experience yourself. And I think that was the big thing behind Dr. Greer getting out the CE5. It's like, you don't have to listen to what they want to tell you. You can just go have the experience yourself and call it a day. And I think that's what's important. If people are very interested in this stuff, 
go out and ask for an experience. Try to have a real validated experience, even just for yourself. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's easy to have the experiences on ourselves. It's just the same as ghosts and everything. Like people have personal experiences, and we can't sit here and say you're wrong. You didn't experience that. No, that's that's that'd be crazy to tell somebody they did not experience it. Now you might be able to say I didn't see that in the photo you gave me or whatever, but it's never deny somebody their experience because it, it really doesn't matter. No, because it was their experience, right? Exactly. Experiences are personal. It's kind of like I tell everybody there's no such thing as, as death and you have to go, well, how does he know? Well, he had an experience. Then you have to make that determination. Okay. But this there's no such thing as death. <laughs> okay. This video is actually on Rumble. So I'm going to post it. I think there's a few people chatting on my YouTube. I'll post it in the group so I don't forget. But this is the vid link you're going to see in a minute. It's on Rumble. It says, why the secret space program, or it should, why the secret space program is secret. And like I said, it's put out by Dan Willis. And he's a fascinating guy, Dan Willis. He's worked with Marcel Vogel. And those of you that might not know who that is, he used to work for IBM. He was actually responsible, if you're old enough to remember what CDs look like and DVDs with that really holographic film that was on the desk so that it would play in the machine. And then when he retired, he was looking for something scientific to get involved in. And he started, he was never into crystals or anything, but he actually got... Um, really intrigued by why they used quartz crystals in watches and stuff to help with, you know, energize batteries and get watches to work and what have you. He developed something called a Vogel crystal. I believe there's only one person in the world that still remembers or has been trained personally by Marcel Vogel to cut these crystals. There's a lot of knockoffs. I have some, they're still very powerful, but he looked at the cuts and the angles of these crystals, how he could magnify the energy for healing. And Dan no. Willis worked with Marcel Vogel's, Vogel as well. So he and his wife, when they got married, gave each other actually real crystals. Like those crystals are probably worth about 10 grand or more. <laughs> They're so powerful. You know, and people, and people, some people will crap all over crystals. When you talk about crystal healing and crystal all this and crystals, and they're like, oh, that's just, oh. crystals do have energy. Case in point, what you just said about the quartz crystals and the quartz. And this is all the science behind yeah, it. Like he got exactly. it. And, and, and a lot of people are saying that the quote-unquote aircraft that is unidentified is also running on crystals as, as well as telepathy because a lot of people are saying that their crafts are actually they're sentient yeah i understand that they're merged the way it was always shown and explained to me that they're merged with merged. the person That's that true. is i don't want to say commandeering but directing it so. Yeah, because of the fact we, they create it and it's the creator of it who is merged with it. So I guess the pilot would be the one he, who created the ship and it does, like you said, it's called, it's very organic or it's a living organism actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I, I, mean, I don't know, I can't tell you if that's 100% true because I'm not an alien right now. 
I heard <laughs> something know. crazy. I don't know why it made me think of that about something way deep in the Vatican that there's actually a sentient ship. Now, I don't know if it's true or not. If I remember correctly, it may very well have come from something because I'm always listening to something strange and unusual that I think I posted it in a group that lighthouse horror i think it's called it's a terrible name because i don't like horror movies this deals with all the creepy strange unusual topics that we talk about on this show like aliens and and ufos and ghosts and cryptids and mythological creatures and zombies and it's pretty cool i don't know if any of them are true or not they never tell you this fiction work of fiction was written by they never tell you they just say it was written by author so-and-so. So you never know. So you never know. Yeah. So Kathy says we all need to have an open mind, but be a critical thinker. And I exactly. could not do more. That is, that's it. To, to, to a certain degree, yes, I believe that is absolutely 100% correct. The more I read Kaysen's comment, I get in these deep in these conversations and then it gets super excited. But I want to remind you that if you're just tuning in, you are listening to 105.3 and 107.7 to the thing at the foot of the bed on UFO, Paranormal and United Public Radio Network with your hosts. I'm Laura Lee Potvin and my amazing co-host and friend, David Hansel. So Kaysen says, by the way, Project Camelot on Rumble is a good place if you're going into full conspiracy mode. I will take a look, but I got to say this. I hate the word conspiracy theorist. I know where it came from. I understand why it was created. I always look at it as truth seeking. Well, right? here, here, where I am now, I have to say, the people who are in certain situations who are, I, I understand what you mean because that they are seeking truth. Unfortunately, some people on their way to seeking truth pull over and go up the ramp to crazy and they just stay there. Yeah, but um, that's the journey that they're meant to go on in their mind. Yeah. That's their truth. Right? And I think it's fine until they start hurting people. That's what's happening around here. Those people are hurting people. Well, that's a little different. That's a whole different thing. As as, I, I agree with you as far as what a conspiracy is, is somebody seeking the truth and they're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and exactly, like for myself, yeah. looking at something, for example, I use myself, looking at something yeah. alternative to what the narrative is. Exactly. And the first thing people say is, oh, you're being a conspiracy theorist or you're being, no, you're not. I just want to mm -hmm. take a deeper look and mm -hmm. see what my thoughts are on it. That's why I call it truth seeking. Kathy yeah. Hanley Little, you just said, what about crystal skulls? Now, how deep could you go into that cave? Because depending on where they, you look at where they've been found and where they come from, I have a crystal skull. Many of them, actually. Um, I don't know if I got any up here. Do you have any crystal skulls, Dave? I have skulls, yes. Although I think she's speaking of the crystal skulls, yeah. one from Atlantis. One was found, um, I believe, in Japan or Tokyo. Mm -hmm. They're placed in, in Mexico. Form. That's what I said. Depend. That's why I started off with how I said yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, okay. But we can have crystal skulls. I know what she was talking about, but that's why I said <laughs> the way I said what I said. Because yes, we don't have the original crystal skulls, but yeah. Oh, God, yeah, that was good to make that clarification. No, I don't have any of that's, that's what I was trying to say. We don't have the originals, you guys, so don't come breaking into our houses trying no. to steal them. We just no. have crystal skulls because I do. I have one made out of onyx or onyx, whatever, um, that was gifted to me. And, yeah, I love them. I, I, That whole thing with the crystal skulls, you know what? I mean, 
we do know that they are real because they're actually they're tangible and they're real. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is the story behind them. So um, you'll have to make up your own mind about the story behind them. I can't I can't tell you. I can't even direct you in any way because you'll have to read into it and come up with your own conclusion. But I do believe that they are real. I do believe that they do hold a power of some sort, and I do believe that they are part of some grid. That I do know. But why? I don't know yet. I don't know. No, but I think they're powerful too. Mm -hmm. I, I, something tells me, and I think it's spirit that they haven't even scratched the surface with what their purpose is. Never mind. I don't think they found all of the ones that are out there. No, I don't think. I think there's more than four. But I, I agree with you. <laughs> did you just breath. whisper something? I did. I said. Oh, good. I'm no. going. Oh my god! Did I hear another? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. No. But you know what? It's funny. It's funny, guys. Guys who are listening, we we always have to be like that. Because the other day I was on the phone and I I was hearing noises in the room and I thought for sure, oh my god, here we go again. But my cat was trapped in the bathroom, <laughs> so he was reaching out of the door. But that's that's where Dave and Laura Lee's mind goes as soon as there's something not normal. We're like, hmm. What did I tell you before the show? You guys know my youngest has autism and he was singing at the top of his lungs before we went live. So all I said to him is, honey, you might want to sing just a wee bit quieter. And he decided to get in a mood about it and was going on and on and on. And I said, honey, I have to go live. I said, you can sing as loud as you want. Just people will think we have ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Kason, that, that number sounds right nine, but I'm not quite sure. What well, Kathy says, let's jump to her quick and then we'll go to Kaysen's for people listening. So Kathy says the legend is that when all 13 are together, all will be revealed again, all will be revealed about our origin. And then you want to read Kaysen's comment date? Yes. And Kaysen says there are eight or nine main skulls, right? Well, what um, Kathy just said, 13. I don't know how many I, there are. I kind of I kind of feel there's more. I did hear something about that, Kathy, Kathy Hanley Little. And, and I think that's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, obviously. I don't have an answer for it, but. Um, I don't think all of them have been found. And I, I, really I don't think, think so found. either. I really don't. And actually, you want to hear my theory? There's a couple of them that are not on this planet and they're with the people who are coming to this planet. And I think they're going to be the ones who add them together. That's just my theory, but I don't know how true that is. I think, I, some, I think humanity is not ready for, I, I have heard what Kathy said about the legend when all of them are together. Now we're getting different numbers. Like how he said seven, I have heard seven before and four, maybe of the seven have been found. What I keep feeling and hearing from spirit is humanity is not ready for them all to be together yet. Yeah. They're not. Hear, you can't yeah. handle the truth. Well, I don't think humanity is ready to handle that kind of power. No, no because I swear, I mean, when they do get here, I'm not saying if I'm saying when they do get here, it's going to really change a lot of things. Um, they'll have to, people will have to, people will have to admit, oh my gosh, the, the, all that stuff wasn't true. So you never know. So we'll have to wait and see. So you guys, I thought if it's okay with Dave, I downloaded a few videos. We've Absolutely. looked at the videos from this house before. 
and it was on TikTok, and it's called Magical Poltergeist, and some of this stuff was pretty crazy, and we, I know we were talking about this going, is this real, is it not, like, is this faked, and then all of a sudden today, I see advertisement for Paranormal Nightmare tomorrow night, they always put up their videos that they filmed on Friday nights and they hang out with everybody in the chat and comment and answer questions and what have you. Soon as I saw this video, I went, Holy crap. I know what that family is. And she was pregnant with a baby and oh, my cat is singing the song of her people. If you hear in the background, I, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I think it's Sophie, Justin, open the door, Justin, open the door. That's who she would happens. <laughs> and then I, if I come up and I hear that singing, I usually say your baby is calling. <laughs> Anyways, back to this. As soon as I saw this video, I went, oh, oh my goodness. Because she was almost like she was in a trance, like she'd wake up at night. Well, I'll show you the intro. How about that for? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a few newer videos I've downloaded. So I thought, hmm, were these guys not able to help them? Did this happen after or before? the Foreman brothers went there what happened because this is this is some crazy activity you guys that is going on in this house i don't know what it is now they got a new baby so let me see if i can find it now this was streaming no that's the farm i don't know why i downloaded the farmhouse one there must have been a reason but hang on um no not the pilots okay yeah this is it so hang on we'll get it going here um and I'm going to pause it. So this is the advertisement on TikTok, but they'll be streaming it on YouTube tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Is it eight o'clock central, nine o'clock Eastern? Or I think it's seven o'clock central, eight o'clock Eastern. They'll be showing it. That would be right. It's there hour before. Yeah. No, I just couldn't remember if they stream it at nine Eastern or eight Eastern. I think it's eight Eastern. They do. Okay. So this is the video. So I should be able to play it. This is the advertisement for it. So hang on and I'm going to make it bigger. case that got world media attention. The local Catholic church began investigating the haunting. I try not to touch these, but for the sake of documenting evidence. I mean, that's the thing, like, even when shooting interviews, you get like a super heavy, creepy feeling in here. And this place has had like a constant. This is part of the episode that. for tomorrow night. You know how, like, when you walk around a place, You'll get like spikes here and there, you know, from room to room. This whole freaking house has been like, it'll go to zero and then it'll jump all, all the way up like 4.4, 4.5, which is like off the chart. A demon here. So that's a ghost box. Oh, dude, something's in that freaking closet. Oh, Sorry, I'm laughing. 
You sitting in the chair right now? That's make it smaller in the closet. So I was just surprised to see that the Foreman brothers went there to help them because there is some crazy activity in some of these video clips. They've had their baby since too. And that kind of freaked me out because I'll tell you, that was weird. She was pregnant with that baby when this was all going on. And apparently I'd like, I'm really interested in hearing what the heck happens. Cause I think they were attributing a lot of this activity to, um, uh, rocking chair that she didn't want to get rid of they found secondhand or something or i don't know how they found this rocking chair i remember seeing this case but there's a video clip i downloaded uh, they went outside in the backyard they were hearing something they come back in the house and all the dining room chairs are all piled up on top of the dining room table and i think the couch is all knocked over and stuff like this was crazy stuff because i remember we talked about this day we were on one of the shows we were going like this can't be real so I don't know. I'm dying to hear what they found out anyways. Yeah, I can't make a determination one way or the other, but it's I, I'd love when I have a whole different thing about paranormal stuff, but I, I do like the images they were showing um, in this, and it was quite interesting. Um, I would love to go check out houses like that and see what it is. Like I said, I've been to very many I've been to many houses that people said, oh, these are unbelievably this, that, and the other thing. And I got there. And I was like, there's nothing. Um, but there's, well, I'd find stuff, but it wasn't what they found. But it is all in the mind of the person, you know, encountering it. So, like I said, we, we can't discount personal things. I, I don't think we can. Well, they got cameras going 24 yeah. hours a day. And like the fact, like the reason why I put a little bit more credence into this is the fact that, like I said, had I not seen these guys film live and stuff like, and they will film live, like, and then you'll see some of the stuff they've caught from their live in their episodes i know i don't believe they're faking stuff i've seen because they go live a lot and then um the other thing is the these guys in this house have cameras 24 hours a day in their house the catholic church was involved with this like there's something crazy going on in that house so mm. I don't know what it is. We shall see. I did download some of the videos on there. But then again, the only reason why I hesitate to post them because they do curse quite a bit. And there's quite a bit of cursing in the background. So that was the only reason why. I mean, but I will tell you, you guys can check it out. See for yourself. It's called Magical Poltergeist. It's all one word on YouTube. And then like I say, watch the episode tomorrow night. It's going to be on YouTube under Paranormal Nightmare. I think it's official TV series or something. And um, see what you think. I don't know what's going to be in the episode. That was just a little bit of a clip from it. So I was thinking, hmm. That's interesting that these guys got involved. And then I've seen footage that was posted yesterday. So I'm thinking, is this old footage? Um, Because I can't see, I don't know, maybe they told them you can post whatever you want. But that's why these guys go in there, the Foreman Brothers, is to help them get rid of activity like this. So I don't know. So anyways, my point was, I don't think this is in their minds, if their cameras truly are doing what they're doing. Because I can tell you, even the stuff we went through, People were constantly saying, you need to get the Catholic Church involved, but people have no idea what you have to go through to get the Catholic Church involved to come become 
part of an ep have you run into people that have done that before dave because it's quite a procedure it well yeah it is quite a procedure um I never know why people want to get the Catholic church involved. I really have no clue why I grew up Catholic and it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I do usually with Catholic church, everything I've ever seen in Catholic churches, there's a demon, there's a possession, let's get them out. And that's, that's how I think of the Catholic church. I like them on their own exploring this. I really do. I, mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's great like that. Um, the reason why I mentioned the Catholic Church, so before you go further, is the fact that if the Catholic Church does get involved, regardless of what the reasons are for, I mean, there's such a procedure to get them involved. The fact that they, ha if they really truly have been involved and they have no reason to lie about it in the episode, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm going. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I mean that they do it. They can, I mean, like the Foreman Brothers on their own. See, I like when people investigate like that and not involved. Well, they wouldn't right. get involved with the Catholic Church. My point was, if the Catholic Church has agreed to become involved, regardless of what oh. the reasons are, it means there's got to be something going on there, is my whole point. Because yeah. they make um, yeah. for a psychological evaluation before they get involved. Like, there is a lot, and it's not cheap, there is a lot of stuff you have to go through to get them involved. So the fact that if they are involved, and these guys don't work with the Catholic Church. I can tell you that right now. They don't. Yeah, I was going to say, because I was going to say, who gives the Catholic Church the test to see if they're psychologically okay to do this, too? No, it goes right up to the Vatican before. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It, it's an on and on process. I mm -hmm. love, though, I really do appreciate and love that people are like, like the ones you watch, like I watch her stuff. You can tell they take it seriously. So, you know what I mean? They take it seriously. There's so many out there that don't take it seriously. Well, the reason why I was laughing at Sean, okay, mm -hmm. I said sorry for laughing. He's the middle brother, and these guys all experience horrible things as little kids. And yeah, Sean yeah. was the target of it all mainly. So, he does get scared. And he will oh, touch He'll say, I'm really scared right now. Please don't freak me out. Or and if something moves, then he's the first one to scream. He will scream. The other guys when I was when I was a little boy, I can't tell you everybody says, <laughs> Yeah, I saw a lot of ghosts growing up and had a lot of activity. But I mean, F in the in the beginning, you know, some of it was scary because it was almost like like a jump scare type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was unknown. So I can see why he would be, I mean, especially if you, if you, like you said, that his backstory, he grew up with a lot of stuff. So I don't care what room you're in sitting in the dark, you're going to hear a noise. You're going to go, there's something in there. Well, you know? the problem is, right, they're sitting in pitch black. It doesn't look like pitch black to yeah. us, but it is pitch black. Yeah, so no black. wonder they jump up or scream if a light goes off or something. You can see why it's kind of like jump. Yeah, yeah. Hey, to this day, medium schmedium. I talk to dead people all day long. I do all that stuff, but turn off every light in the house and I'm just like everybody else. Whoa, there's a different energy in here now. There is something different in the energy. So I'm looking forward to seeing this tomorrow night. So I'll let y'all know next week what I think if you don't get a chance to watch it, but. I usually do uh, share it. Actually, I watched uh, the Paranormal Files, and I have a lot of respect for Colin, too, what he does. I don't agree with everything he does, and I don't. But his parents investigate with him and his brother-in-law. And um, they went, because the one thing I don't agree with him is he's gone to a few family hauntings, like people that are having, not a lot, 
but a few of them I've seen. And he really doesn't help. Like, it's nice that you're in there coming in to validate what people have been saying or that they're telling you they're experiencing. And the one I saw, I was really disappointed because I think all he did was stir things up. He didn't help. He left this guy sitting there in a lurch. But this girl that he went to see to try, he, he was very honest with her. He said, we can help you document, but I haven't got a clue how to get rid of these things. And then they yeah. went into this forest. Um, I, what do I, I think it was in New York area. It was a really crazy forest. Excuse me. Like, and again, I don't think he fakes things. The amount of work this kid puts in like three hour documentaries every week. Like who does, and he does a podcast on top of it with his wife and then he's investigating. Anyways, this forest they were in, something was answering them. But the guy they were investigating with, he was like kept whistling while they're in the pitch dark in the middle of a forest, miles away from anybody. He's like, dude, haven't you ever heard the legend don't whistle in the forest? <laughs> yeah. Why is why do we not whistle in the forest? The, um, it just depends what legend, right? Like I know up here, um, depending on like i think it's like our neighbor that we used, we used to have she wasn't ojibwe i think she was cree part cree she said her grandmother always told her you never whistle in the forest i think it has something to do with the little people that they like puck it could be puckwudgies there was a ton of puckwudgies sightings in this place this forest i forget what it was called but you don't whistle i think that that's part of the legend and lore well, something answered them back when they were in there. It was pretty creepy. I watched that the other night. I bet that is creepy. Marshall Martin. Oh, said, okay. I was in every oh, case. Okay. Oh, go ahead. You can do that too. Marshall Martin says, would the ability to move something with the mind be considered a possession by the Absolutely church? not. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll say this. It all depends on what their agenda is with said I, I don't agree because if you it just means that you're able to manipulate energy i think that that's a natural talent the human being I, I believe it yeah i believe it is yeah. right telekinesis is is real and mm -hmm. it's kind of been proven that but um like like what i said um i i'm sure it it depends on what the agenda is to how they I would treat in a house with teenage girls going through puberty that say have a real temper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can tell you many of a par uh, parent that is in this field that understands it. Oh, yeah, you got kids can bring up energy, it doesn't mean it's necessarily a, a, a well, it all depends on how you look at a ghost, but I mean, it I is the energy is it at all. That, yeah, it that is the energy. It's telekinesis, just like we, I think our, I think that once upon a time ago, all human beings probably were telepathic. And I agree that we, I think we can do all of these things. We've just always been told we can't. Like, imagine if you were told and taught how to do this as a baby or whatever it was, like how to harness the power of the mind. Again, I don't know why I keep bringing up Augie Noss tonight, but he has the mastermind on Sundays. Anybody can sign up and go to it and works with people with the power of the mind and, you know, things like that, lucid dreaming, how to control it and astral travel and the whole bit. But he, he gave, I've done this before. If you're standing in a line or on cue, depending on where you live, and there's a big lineup and there's somebody in front of you, he tells, he's, 
he didn't tell us. He just suggested if you want to work on telepathy. So I got to turn around for a sec. He said, you stare at the back of the neck, right about here, where the nape of the neck is. And all you do is focus and you say within your mind, turn around, turn around, turn around. He said, now it's probably not going to work the first couple times you try it, but keep at it. And he said, without fail, the person in front of you eventually will be turning around, like looking like, is, is somebody, like, what is oh, yeah. I, it's worked. I've tried it. Oh, it no, I, I, yeah, it's no, I, you know what? I'm with you on that one. That does 100%. There's different ways to do it just by concentrating to do that. It was just uh, an exercise he had suggested. And I agree there's many. So like Nicole says, I want to use telekinesis. I think we could do it. Heck, I've shown you guys how many times. Well, heck, we'll do it right now again. Give me one sec. So does this mean I'm possessed? Hang on, let me find it. I've changed the I've changed the candle flame. We used to do that all the time. Yeah, does that mean you're possessed? No. Okay, so you guys no, see this candle? Not that day, no. Oh god, I gotta take this off of here. What am I doing? There, that makes things better. Okay, so does this make me possessed? Because I'm gonna tell you what this pendulum's gonna do. I'm gonna try not I'll try and steady my no, I can't. I gotta hold it up like this. Okay, so I'm gonna tell it what to do. It's going to swing back and forth. Now I'm going to tell it to stop. Now I'm going to tell it to swing counterclockwise. Now I'm going to tell it to stop. Now I'm going to tell it to swing diagonally. Now I'm going to tell it to stop. Now if that was in front of me and I could stabilize my elbow, you would see. What was I doing? Does that mean I'm, I'm possessed? No. Telekinesis is being able to focus energy to cause movement. Yeah, doesn't mean no, you're past, yeah. right? Yeah, your I mind, told you what this is gonna do. Did you see me going? Stop. This is one hundred percent true, I believe. But <laughs> you, know, you gotta think of how strong your mind is. You literally are focusing so strong. We agreed to see an Earth. That's how strong you are. So you're you agree to be here. So I forget I to breathe though when I'm doing it because I'm focusing. So I have to remember. No, I do. <laughs> So does it mean, and it's a good question you asked, Marshall. It's a really good question. Yeah, it's a great question. Okay, so Kaysen says, have you guys watched the ghost hunting videos on Most Haunted Channel, a UK channel, bit old content? They have caught some crazy activity there. I don't know if they were hoaxing stuff. Well, that's hard to say because... Uh, you know what? We went over just our episode on Paranormal Survivor on my friend AJ Capasso's uh, friends, Dylan Robinson's new channel. It's called Halfway Paranormal. And we ended up going through the episode and you wouldn't believe the amount of people that went, what? What? I'm never going to believe reality TV again. So, yeah. Yeah. There's there's. Well, I can tell you this. There's no such thing as reality TV. <laughs> there's there. Okay, so Marshall, I knew what you meant, okay, about like a chair or something, but all that means is it's just a bigger item if everything's energy. And okay, so if I sat here and, and focused and practiced moving, say, a pendulum, and then I put more weight on it, more weight on it, more weight on it, more weight on it, and I kept doing it numerous times a day, eventually, I'm more than likely, I could probably do it with a chair. Yeah. It's everything's if energy. And if you guys want to really have something to hash through your mind, because I have this before and I stopped because it made my head hurt. But when you talk about telekinesis, like I believe in telekinesis that we could move stuff with our mind. But this, remember this too. Now there's people who saying there's 
ghosts and poltergeists who move stuff around. Is that the ghosts or poltergeists using their mind to move it around or they're moving it around or are we being moving it around or you never know because um, telekinesis and somebody, an invisible force moving something who determined which was what? I think though that, that in spirit form, we can manipulate energy much more easily than we can in human. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Marshall I could... said that would freak people out. Well, look up Lynn Buchanan. He was part of the original team of the remote viewers with the U.S. military. He's still alive and he works with Lori. I think it's Lori Johnson. Um, they have a free masterclass on to teach you how to start doing controlled remote viewing. And he, that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats with George Clooney, that was based on the original team that did the remote viewing with singing the song of their people again, I swear. I hear him. Oh, yes. um, he's so, only got like five minutes. You're good. But look up Lynn Buchanan and when you hear him talk, like he was the type of person he said he could not get angry. I think one of the first times he was working in the unit, I remember watching him talk about it and he blew every bit of electronic equipment that was in the lab. They were not happy with him. So there are human beings that can do that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You're almost out I mean, of time again. You know what freaks me out is, is the mentalists. Mentalists. Um, the ones that literally the probability, they like study probability and they do these wonderful fun acts in Vegas and all that stuff. Some of the yeah. mentalists, I love that stuff. If oh, people I can do that and people, I believe people can do that. So when a mentalist is up there, everybody goes, how do they do that? I'm like, well, who cares whether it's a trick or not? It's fun. Um, exactly. I think all these things are possible because you got to look at it this way out from my experience outside of this life. You don't need anything physical to do anything. I mean, I was going from speaking one place of that. I hate to tell you, but we got to get off your day. We only got like oh yeah, you guys left. Sorry. So, do you want to tell oh, no, me where to find you? Yes, if anybody's interested in knowing more about me or to schedule readings with me, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. That is the only place you can get a reading from me as I do never uh, DM or PM anybody to solicit readings. If you follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Medium David Hansel, uh, my Facebook group is The Spirit Experience. My YouTube is The Spirit Experience. And of course, we have the thing at the foot of the bed now on Facebook. Mm -hmm. That's Take it away, Lily. Thank you. This goes by this the fastest two hours yeah, of my fast. week, I swear. Um, you guys, if you're enjoying what you're seeing, please stay tuned for the second night of the Outer Realm with the amazing Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. They always have incredible guests. Even when they don't, they have great conversation. They're both such a wealth of knowledge. Please stay tuned to uh, join in with them. They're going to be on right after us in just a few minutes. Um, and if you ever want to get a hold of me to book a reading, I do energy healing. I do uh, teaching and mentoring. Oh my God, that cat is distracting me. I don't know how my kid can hear her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. I also have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the angel rocker tribe for more things spiritual. And like Dave said, don't forget to join us. We'd love to have you over on our group for the show where we post all of our links and please join me on my night for the angel rock from 6 to 8 p.m eastern standard time i forgot to check who we're having as a guest and then 
Dave and I will be back. Happy Valentine's Day if you celebrate or happy Galentine's or whatever, whatever you guys celebrate. Right, Dave? And we'll be back same time, yeah, same space right. next week. Hey? Eat your candy. <laughs> Everybody said they were having fun. Oh, Marsha, we love to talk about this. We'll have to save that for next week. I know a few people can't wear a watch either because it stops. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a true thing. I think it's a very true thing. Okay, ready, Dave? Yep. Stay one, stay spooky, everybody. And one, two, three. What's, What's at the foot of the other? Oh, oh that was, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We love y'all. We'll see you next week, everybody. Stay spooky. Bye, guys.